Hello, hello, hello. Is this working? I still don't have a mic. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> I'm really bad about like keeping my promises when it comes to getting my tech stuff put together, but I did buy a ring light. Yay. Because I know that you guys, well, some of you guys are interested in me doing more makeup stuff, but also, you know, whatever. Just trying to keep up with the, the whole game. And uh, let's just say that I'm going to try to keep this podcast positive, but it's probably going to be a ranting type of podcast. Um, I've been super stressed out. So my mind is not trigger warning. <laughs> if you don't want to hear some negative shit, probably go away right now because <laughs> I'm in a negative headspace. And like, you know what? This is kind of my therapy. And uh, I know that like, at times, like, I should not overshare, but I just can't stand the fact that with my job, I'm supposed to be just this positive force of what I expect brands who want to sponsor me want is just this constant positive person. And you know what? I'm a human, and I actually like showing human emotions and letting you guys know how I feel. Not everyone cares, but you know what a large part of you guys do? And it means a lot that I feel like I can share. And there's a good portion of you guys who aren't just hate watching me or just nosy, which a huge part of you guys are just nosy. But there is like a core audience that care about me and it means so much. And I have no direction with where I'm going, so you're probably going to get a barrage of my thoughts. Um, but let's start with our sponsor, me. My spon <laughs> The sponsor for today is my perfume kit, which, let's be real, I'm being pressured to uh, sell more of. Because you know what? I don't think I've held my end of the bargain, but it's not my fault. Uh, and I'll go into the reason why it's not my fault maybe it shortly in a rant. But... It's an amazing, it's actually an amazing kit. We've already, I think, gone through three restocks of my kits with, uh, there's two versions. The second one has uh, Baccarat Extrait. It has Opus Core from Wilhelm, which is a nice, fruity, like, energetic, clean smelling perfume, which I was really happy to include something different from me. Uh, Lilai Fantasy from Juliet has a gun, which is very fruity and I think youthful and uh, good for like just being a little bit, I think, in a like a youthful state of mind, I will say, because it's very sweet and bubblegumish, and I like it. Um, and then you have Red Moon from Hermetica, which is a glycerin-based perfume. And finally, there is Mancera's Rose Vigny. And it's a beautiful date night perfume. It's such a good performer. Like, so many people actually bought that after trying it in my kit. So I'm really, really happy that so many people were happy with that. A lot of people were happy with Red Moon, too. I had uh, a lot of people tell me they bought Red Moon and um, Rose's Vigny after using my kit. You also get a discount code. So it's $25. You get five samples I curated. You get a little sticker of, like, you know, they made this little sticker of, like, 
pouty lips because I guess <laughs> I'm always pouting my lips in photos. Um, anyways, you can save 10% using Pretty Tin. It's a really cute deal and you're supporting me and uh, I'll be internally grateful. And I like to see when you guys review the perfumes and I like to share it. But I've had such bad luck lately with the algorithm that I don't think that my content is getting to many new people. And, um, of course, like, nobody wants to be sold to. But this is a product that I've collabed with Twisted Lily. So I'm really proud of it. And I hope that you guys, if you have the, um, if you have the want, the way, the means, uh, support me. Uh, link in my bio on any of my platforms. You can find it. Uh, let's, let's get into topics. I, I just asked you guys topics. Let's see what you've got for me. Okay. So while it's fresh on my mind, let's talk about perfume people, <laughs> perfume people who like to be snobs when it comes to other people's content. Now this has happened to me a few times and I just cannot stand it. Um, when I get hated on, it's not usually from just a random person. It's usually someone who follows me who's a what they call a fraghead, self they give their own they give their own um name <laughs> this. I would never call myself one of those. I think that's like well here I'm being judgmental. Let me stop. But um my point is is that the people who are the most hateful are usually perfume lovers themselves and I can't help but just you're jealous because you don't have the platform and it always comes down to the way they talk to me um, or they, they don't ever say it to my face except for one girl. And I think if you follow me long enough, you know what I'm talking about, where I absolutely like reposted her name and tagged her because she was such a bitch to me. Um, but my point is, is that usually they'll like reshare my content as if I can't see you reshare it. And I do look, I like to see what's reshared. And normally people are not mean, people are nice. And like, I get it, it's the internet, but like coming from a perfume lover, just because we don't like share the same opinions when it comes to perfumes, like don't shit on my content. Like that's like, you're just like being mean. And I know I'm taking it personally because it's my content, but I would never do that to another creator. Like I don't take someone's work and just be like, ooh, like, you know what I mean? Like grow the fuck up. If you're a perfume lover, you'll understand that you should be able to appreciate perfumes. Like as much as I hate Angel, as much as I hate number five, I can appreciate those perfumes for the what they are, who they're for, the just being like iconic in their own. Like besides, like I'm never going to sit there and tell someone that your taste is so bad or you're so wrong. Like fuck you. Like this, okay. I don't think I can keep going on with this rant, but I'm just saying like if you're a perfume lover, just don't be a dick to people who are literally making content every day. Like, and it's, you know what? I approach this person and I go, you know what? I don't like your energy. I, I think that uh, this is really in poor taste to like reshare my content and just like shit on it. Um, and then she's like, well, I'm a perfume fraghead and I follow you and I think you get a lot right, but this is just wrong. And that's my opinion. I go, and I think you're tacky and that's my opinion. I just think that and I looked into her profile and she's the founder of a perfume club. And I'm just like, you're a founder of a perfume club and you just shit on 10 fucking perfumes. Really? Literally she shit on a portrait of a lady. Who's going to fucking shit on that? <laughs> and that's dark, not dark feminine. Listen to me, keep going. 
<laughs> I literally included niche perfumes that a lot of people aren't going to even know. Because I know that a lot of the times, like when uh, the frag heads come for me, it's usually because I don't do enough niche things. And you know what? My perfume content's not necessarily for you. My perfume content is for everybody. And you know what? Just because something's designer does not mean it's not good. I just, how pretentious can you fucking be? Anyway, rant over for that. <laughs> Next. Okay, Cece asked me, uh, what skincare products brands do you avoid at all costs? Uh, first off, I avoid herbivore, like the plague. Um, they have been sold recently. However, if you follow me, if you're an OG follower, you know I was threatened with litigation. <laughs> but, but if you go back, I've talked about it, I think in my first podcast. So I don't want to like rehash the whole thing, but... Uh, had a reaction, got in a fight with the founder at like 2 a.m. on a Sunday or Saturday. And it was so bad. Um, she ended up threatening to sue me. I think she was drunk, allegedly. <laughs> no. Um, fuck herbivore. But hey, if they came around and like acted right, maybe I would forgive them because she's no longer there. So... But I personally do find the products a little gimmicky. I think that there's better products out there. I did have some good luck with some of them early on. But, like, as you start using other, like, you know, more prestigious brands, you see the difference. You know what I mean? And I'm less sold on the packaging, although I love it. Ugh. It's, like, one of those things that's hard for me to shake. I love packaging so much. A great package will make up for it being not as good as something else. And I hate to say that, but I'm going to be one of those honest people who do that. <laughs> um, another skincare brand I avoid. Let's see. Um, shit. You know, I just might be a hater. This is probably hater aid shit coming through. Survey. Um, all the stuff that goes viral. I don't know why. <laughs> I just avoid it. I've tried it. And, you know, it's basic. It's good. It's affordable. It's accessible. And I love that. But the people pushing this stuff on the payroll and so like I know I'm on the payroll a lot of the times for products so I get it however I just think I don't know what to say don't hate me for that opinion you know what I mean like it's something about it like I don't know it's become so uber fucking like successful being pushed by like skincare gurus that I'm just like, ugh. but I know they're all getting paid too. They're all on the payroll and then they'll turn around and they'll be on the payroll for something that's ex extraordinarily expensive. And I'm just like, eh. I get it. It's your job. It's my job. So I get it, but I don't feel like there's a connection where they like make the case for how much you obsess over this one thing, but turn around and spend three times not even three times, 300 times as more to support something else. I know what it is. It's your paycheck. Okay, that's controversial, I'm sure. Um, you know what? It's easier for me to talk about skincare I like than I don't like, if that makes sense. You know, and I've tried to love the Dior skincare. I don't think I love it. Um, some of the Chanel stuff is hit or miss, but you're paying for Chanel. You're paying for that Chanel, that double C. Um and I still, you know what? I still want to buy it. I'm never going to get Chanel. I'll never get PR from Chanel. I get it from Dior. I get it from Weiss. I get it from everything. Never going to get Chanel because I'm, I don't match the clean girl aesthetic and that's who they give that shit to. And, uh, 
And the thing is, I want to buy it. Maybe because I can't get it. Maybe because it's beautiful sitting on your counter. And I have bought stuff in the past, but I'm going to say it's it does work for me. But I think that, you know, like La Ro Rocher-Posay. <laughs> Did I get it right? I think that that stuff has been amazing, and I think it's affordable. Uh, even Caudalie is hit or miss a little bit, but for the most part, I think that that is also affordable French skincare. I think I'm a big fan of French skincare, to be honest. Who isn't, though, right? Okay, a lot of people want to know about the perfume. Uh, you guys, I'm overwhelmed with this process. I went on a date. The guy I went on a date with on my birthday... Um, he is in the fashion industry. He worked at Ralph Lauren. He was a designer there. Um, he has his own fashion thing now. And then he just kept saying, do a perfume, do a perfume. Next thing I know, after our date, it went really, our date went really well, by the way. Um, but I, I didn't have a love connection. Like it, I just, I didn't, you know, it just, he's handsome, but I just, I don't know. Um, did he kiss good? I can't remember. I think so, but he was very romantic. Like, at midnight, I had this song playing by Percy Sledge, I believe, and uh, he just, like, pulled me up. He's like, it's your birthday, and we, like, slow dance. He, like, swung me around in front of... It was fucking romantic. A core memory. I appreciate him for making that memory for me. How about that? Um, let's see. He calls me up. He's like, okay, I've got you a meeting with, uh, this fragrance guy. He's a scientist. He's does this, he does that. And I'm like, what? And it just all, everything's going very fast. And, uh, it's going to take a little bit of cash flow. I don't know how to do this <laughs> without doing a pre-order. It's going to be difficult for me. Um, yeah. And, uh, a lot of you, uh, enough of you said that you would pre-order, which I appreciate. But now it's, I literally am having anxiety after this meeting. Uh, there's a lot of work to be put into it. And I knew it. I knew there would be. And the problem is I told him, I go, listen, I have a job already. I can't, this is a full-time job trying to create this perfume, get it filled, distribute it, build, like all these things. Everything would have to be outsourced basically. And I'm like, I don't think I'm able to do that at this moment, which is the entire reason I'm always like, I need to collab with a brand to get my first perfume out, which I want to do. And you know what? Brand fuck it. I'm going to just tell you how many people like lead you the fuck on, <laughs> lead me the fuck on and tell me they're going to do I, I, three, three, three different people. And you know what? I get it though, because it's a lot of work. And uh, at least the candle's coming along, right? Um, candle's coming along, and uh, I don't know when it's going to come out. <laughs> I'm hoping it's going to be in free people. Like, I don't know what's going on. You guys, I'm, I'm, I'm working in the blind here, and I feel like I should be pushing stuff out. Like, I should be making stuff. But I'm also such a perfectionist that I think the reason the candle's delayed is because I was being such a perfectionist. But, like... It's my first actual product from the scratch to the completion that I feel it's important to try to get it as right as possible because you know what? I, I don't, I'm not stable enough to hear bad criticism. I know. <laughs> and you know, I always preach about brands. You know how they like sometimes go off the rails, especially when the founders are involved with the social media where they're getting, um, 
people are starting to give criticism. You sometimes see these people, founders like Tasha Harper did this. Drunk Elephant was notorious for fighting with their consumers in the comments and blocking and deleting. And uh, I'm afraid that was <laughs> that's going to be me. <laughs> I always say that those people are not stable enough or they're too emotional to like take criticism from they need to hire somebody so I'm afraid if I make a perfume if I make something and somebody just tears it apart I'm how am I not gonna fight you back I'm such like one of those people who's confrontational and I hate it and I'm working on it I'm trying to work on being confrontational because it's not good for me um but what the fuck? Where does it come from? I need therapy. I think the therapy is probably going to have to come sooner than later because she's got a lot to unpack, you guys. I, you guys don't know really what's going on with me. And I really just want to say it. I know some of you know because I've let it out of the bag a few times. Like, I've actually posted all these things that are going on with me. And some people know. But this isn't the time. Okay, so Brandy Lynn, or Brando Linny, I think it's Brandy Lynn. I think she did something clever with her name here. Okay, she asked me two questions. She asked how to date yourself and how to romanticize your life. I think you can do both at the same time. Uh, basically, like, I feel like dating yourself is, like, not waiting for somebody to ask you out to do something. Just do it yourself. Like, it's probably easier in the daytime, to be honest, to date yourself. Like, um... Because I don't think it's, I know people have, like, are uncomfortable sitting by themselves at dinner. I find it easier to go to lunch or a late lunch and uh, to be alone. And I do that all the time. I do not care one bit. I will go eat dinner or lunch alone. But preferably I'll go at lunchtime and I'll go to, like, a cute French cafe, somewhere where I can sit outside, bring a book. Uh, bring some like cute little things in your purse to shoot like perfume and lipstick uh, take a cute little coffee photo like it's easy to find things to do for me because I like to shoot content constantly and um, I will get a cute cocktail I'll get something cute on the menu and I'll just make a TikTok out of it like make content <laughs> start making who cares like if your followers like what is she doing she thinks she's an influencer yes you're an influencer if you want to be one you are one. You know what I mean? Um, another thing is buy yourself fresh flowers often. And you don't even have to do this where it's expensive. I go to Trader Joe's and you can get the most beautiful flowers for under $10. Like not even 10, like eight and six and five. And you can get like a, a whole, they're really good. I usually get roses. I mean, like I'm, I like roses. I usually get white, but lately I've been getting pink or like peach. Um, I really like the ones that are the country roses. Do you know what I'm talking If you know what I'm talking about, those are my favorite because they're big, fat roses. They look like, do you know, remember um, Alice in Wonderland whenever the uh, queen was painting the roses? They look like that. <laughs> they're those big, fat roses that are just big. Um, why Alice in Wonderland? I don't know. Uh, what else do I like to do? I like to go to like coffee shops, cute coffee shops. Um, I have the perspective of living in a big city, of course. I'm coming from, I live in New York City. There are endless places I want to go to, you know, and I'm on New York City TikTok. So I'm constantly getting new information for places I must check out. And you know what? I don't have to wait for somebody. Do, do I think it'd be better if I invested in friendships more? 
Yes. I just like to do things alone because I can get there, do it, and get the fuck out at my pace. And I don't know if that's healthy or not. Maybe, maybe not. But a lot of you, I can see what you guys think. I'm very intuitive. So when I get some questions from you guys, the way that you present them, I can tell that you're presenting them in a way that you assume this about me. A lot of the times you guys think I don't have friends. I do have friends. I just don't show you everything. Um, you guys, a lot of people like to say, I think a lot of people think I'm like an alcoholic too. <laughs> I'm not. I don't ever drink alone. If I'm drinking, I'm always with somebody. And uh, I don't always get drunk. But if I'm on a, like a good date, chances are I might get drunk. <laughs> um, but I think that I'm trying to fix some dating issues I've had with, I'm off topic now. I'm still talking about romanticizing your life. Romanticizing your life. Buy yourself some beautiful white candles on Target. I love buying prayer candles. Um, they're so cheap. They illuminate beautifully. They don't smell, but they're so cheap, and they're just so gorgeous to put on your mantle or light throughout your house. And the way they illuminate is so gorgeous. I think it's so romantic. Um, another way to romanticize your life. Literally make your fucking bed every goddamn day. You guys make your bed. And it sets the tone. I promise it helps you. And it's always nice to come to a bed that is made. That's also just a tip on living. Even though I think I can be quite a mess in my mind, there are things I know that make me feel better. Fresh sheets, the bed made, that always makes me so happy. Yeah. What else do I think is romantic? Go to a bookstore. I think bookstores are so fucking romantic. Go and buy yourself a book. Find you some poetry, some Sylvia Plath. Although that, that's very depressing. <laughs> but these are some ways you can start. Okay, so Chris asked me, what are the best tea fragrances that last? I'm going to name two of my favorite uh, tea fragrances that don't last. Gucci Memoir. <laughs> it smells like chamomile. Uh, also, it smells like hamster shavings and gin, which <laughs> I fought those comments for so long, but they're true. Also, they're F Gucci since they trademarked my fucking content. So, fuck it. Don't buy Gucci. It lasts for 15 minutes. It's the truth. It really, it doesn't last very long. Um, the other one is CK1. It has a green tea note. I would say I love the way CK1 smells. It's the first, it's the best gingerless perfume ever into existence. Debate me. I love it so much. It's such a pleasant, bright, uplifting, but mellow, um, pleasant skin perfume. Doesn't last. What else do I love? Uh, Mason Margiela's, uh, Matcha Meditation, beautiful, smells like white chocolate, and the tea note's very short-lived. However, the white chocolate note, I've never smelled that in a perfume before until this. Uh, it, also with patchouli, and I believe neroli, orange blossom, something like that. Um, love it, does not last long. Uh, some perfumes that I do like that last long. Indigo is a black tea perfume from Nest. Really enjoy that. Um, it's more deep. Um but you can really smell the black tea. Another one, Mixed Emotions from Byredo, I think is nice. It's very herbal and green. Lasts a little longer. I think it's like very genderless. Um, and my favorite is Dear Polly. It smells like black tea with like apple pie. It has a really nice apple note. I think the black tea and the apple note go really well together. Um, 
love it. If you want to try Dear Polly, you can do a sample in my bio. Just go to where my kid is, and you can just search Wilhelm from there. So uh, that's one of my favorites. So yeah, tea fragrances. Okay, a lot of people want me to talk about the cat. I've been, I've been saying I want a kitty. I want a cat. I've never had a cat before. I've always had dogs. Um, my little Olive died, like, this past month, and it was really hard. But she was so old, so it's not as shocking as I think that it could be. Um, it wasn't completely unexpected, but it wasn't expected, of course. Um, I wonder if I'd do well with a cat, but I'm also, like, I kind of want to start traveling. Do I want that responsibility? I already have, I still have Ruby. Um, I think that I love like the white fluffy cats. <laughs> oh, is that a Persian cat? I think those are so beautiful. And I feel like it would match my energy. I think it would match who I am. I never thought this before. I always thought I was a dog person, but I'm starting to think, am I like, kind of a cat person not like the crazy cat lady that has all these cats but one sassy little cat you know what I'm talking about one that will love you whenever it wants to love you and leave you alone when it wants to leave you alone I feel like I might be in for that but I'm really not rushing it I'm going to take my time I need to do research I don't really know how to take care of a cat like I don't know like what you do <laughs> like I'm sure it's self-explanatory after a little bit of googling but I've never had a cat so it's a whole new territory like you know the kitty litter and all of that and does it smell like I'm concerned about the smell I'm concerned about training a cat to go into the kitty litter um it's just such a commitment getting a pet you know uh I kind of want one though I don't know I'm thinking about it okay uh I don't know how to say this person's name, but she asked me, sex on the first date, yes or no? Oh, God. You know what? Sometimes... <laughs> don't judge me. Now, if you're in a long-term relationship, you cannot judge. It's unfair for you to judge. Let's just be... Let's put that out on the table. I think that um, it's easy to have, like, this opinion of someone being fucking up their life with not knowing how to date if you aren't in the same situation. Um, I think I kind of touched on dating in New York City, and I think I'll cover that next. But sometimes you you need sex. And some guys aren't really it for you, but you, you can see potential because they're good looking. You see potential in having sex with them. And um, I am not... <laughs> I'm not an angel. <laughs> I try very hard for the guys that I really... Here's what's so fucked up. If I really like you, I'm not having sex with you. Oh, hell no. We're doing at least a three-date minimum. And even then, I want to see how long we can go. <laughs> Every guy I've ever really liked, like a lot, we've waited. And it's because like you develop these feelings. And I think it, for me, I feel more pressure. Just like I want the sex to be good. And it's such an important part, and I just, I want to develop the emotional part a little bit more. But there are definitely times I go out with a guy where I'm like, he's like a male bimbo. And he's good looking. And you know what? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just need to have sex. Uh, if it's, I wouldn't recommend it if you really want to have a relationship with somebody, though. Honest, for anything I've learned, having sex right away takes a, 
that's not always true though. Like obviously it's not always true. You, but I feel like what happens is you end up having a sexual relationship. <sighs> the more they want you, <laughs> the more that you have to wait. I feel like it gives a guy more emotion. Like I feel like guys are less mature emotionally right up off the bat. Obviously this is general generalizing and it's not for every guy, but, and I always am shocked when I meet those guys who want to wait. Like it's very, I would say it's like 25% of the men in New York city who approach you with like that, like traditional way of dating. And I'm, I love it. I'm, but they're always usually new to New York city. Um, they're always like recent transplants. And so like, I can tell they come from an area where they were probably around people who didn't just go through people so fast. And, uh, I think I want to talk about that more about dating in New York city. Uh, how fucking horrible it is. It's fun. It's exciting, but it's literally gut wrenching you guys. And if you have a different opinion and there are so many people who follow me who do live in New York city and they have boyfriends and everything. I'm older. Let's just put it out there. I was married for 11 years and then I got into a three year relationship. So I spent a good portion of my early twenties to my thirties in relationships and now I'm older and, uh, holy shit, it's hard out there. <laughs> Regardless, I, I can pull, I can pull. Oh, I can pull, but uh, I'm going to, I need to gather my thoughts. Hold on. Okay. Dating in New York city. How do I start this? I don't even, I don't even think I can. I'm just gonna start yelling at you guys. There's too many choices in dating apps fuck it makes it easy it makes it efficient and it ruins everything as well because there's so many choices when I say you can go on a dating app and get a date instantly I kid you not and um I was banned from tinder if you follow me well I'm innocent I literally I cussed somebody out for the way they talked to me and I guess the moderator did not read for context so I got banned and it also took me off hinge and I think hinge is pretty much, I, I think Hinge is a little better than Bumble, but I think Bumble is better at meeting very professional types. Um, let's see. So I'm stuck on Bumble. Here we go. <laughs> There's really hot guys on Bumble, by the way. Um, I did so well in Paris on Bumble. Uh, the guys are beautiful. Um, they're a little bit like more romantic fuckboys, but it's the same concept as dating in New York City. Maybe worse because I think the people there are even more, more like I don't want a serious relationship. And like, not that I was seeking a serious relationship in Paris. That's absurd. But of course, my my love struck heart <laughs> had moments of wanting that. Of course, um, in New York City, everyone has a really good job here. Like you can match with someone who makes really good money, is creative, attractive, um, interesting, very well educated so easily, so easily. I mean, it's New York City, you know, the best survive here. Um, I'm also in competition with the most beautiful women. <laughs> like, there's no, there's five times as much many women here and, uh, the competition is heavy. Um, and I don't say that like I'm super sad, but I'm kind of sad. So what I think happens is uh, when you do match with these like top guys and you're like, holy shit, they're so beautiful. Like, 
oh, I like him so much. You have to realize they're matched with 25 more of you that may have better jobs, may be more attractive than you. And uh, they all know that. But here's the thing. Those guys who have the upper hand in all this know they can just go through. They'll go on a date with you. It's good. And then... Uh, they're like, well, I'm going to see what else is out there. Because you're always seeking something better here, I feel like. Um, even women do it. I've done it. I've done it with somebody who I could see my... I've done it quite a few times. with, Like the guy I went out with my birthday. Like He's such an ideal person. He has owns multiple properties. He's my age. Um, he's attractive. But like, what is it that... Why, why not? Like we... He was so kind and he's trying to help me, like, start a perfume. Why am I not going for him? Why am I not obsessed with him? I become obsessed with these little finance fuckers <laughs> who are like golden retrievers. And those guys will tell you everything you want to hear. <laughs> and then, but they'll, they'll, they're saying it to five other women, you know? And so I'm basically always being led on. I feel like I feel like I am and you guys I'm very intense I think um I have no chill I love to go zero to a hundred with people and I think people are very interested in my personality because I'm the same way like th the way you think I am I'm the same way with like boys but I'm more like <laughs> like obviously I admire like you know what I'm I don't know if I'm, I admire them but like I become obsessed if I become obsessed you're gonna know it and um I think it becomes intense. Like, I always burn out shit. I'm always burning out stuff. I'm trying to stop that, though, but uh, you know what? I, I, I'm that person who I let a guy dictate my mood for the day as well. If you stop texting me and you go silence, my whole day's ruined. <laughs> I can't be the only person. I know I'm not. I, I can't be the only person whose day is ruined when a guy stops communicating or acting different, or this or that, and it's not healthy, it is not healthy, uh, she's trying to work on herself, but I, I then get into these things with, like, the neurosurgeon, I'm, I'm still talking to him, he's literally diagnosed me three times now, <laughs> he's, like, not literally diagnosed me, but he uses terms I'm aware of <laughs> that are talking about my psychological state, and I'm like, and I literally told him, I go, stop diagnosing me, save that shit for the hospital. He literally apologized because he knew I was right. I was like, how am I supposed to talk to you if you're constantly telling me my state of mind? Don't do that because I'm going to tell you my state of mind. You, there will be no question of it. You will always know where I stand. Anyways, he still wants to see me, but he's such a fuck boy. He's beautiful. Fuck. He's so pretty, but he is such a fuck boy. He, he wants me very badly sexually. And I was like, dude, I want to date. And he's like, yes, I want to date you too. But then he'll just go and t literally FaceTimed me nude without an erection. I'm like, sir, stop doing this shit. <laughs> Why? Like, and I know if I respected myself, I'd walk away. But you, I, I know a lot of you saw what he looks like. He's gorgeous. <laughs> it's hard to walk away from someone like that because he's also very charming. And uh, he knows whenever he goes too far, he backs up and he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, well, how's your day? Like, but I'm just like every single night. It's like uh, whiplash. I don't know. Seen him naked way too many times for someone I've never fucking met. Okay. Um, 
who else? Uh, guys I'm dating. I'm just talking to a few finance bros right now. Literally about five analysts come in and out of my phone or associates or VPs of finance. And uh, they're always charming and cute and wants to like hang. But I literally can't even get my hopes up anymore. So dating right now is uh, depressing. But when I get attention, I love it. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so Cindy was asking me uh, about all things full fashion, films, decor. Uh, I'm I'm a basic fall bitch. I really am. I, I hate hot weather. Catch me in cold weather. I don't care if it's winter. I love cold weather. I'm the type that I want my apartment freezing so I can literally just always be under a blanket. And I hate that, like, I can't control my heat because it's boiling in my apartment during the winter. And I'm like, this is when I'm supposed to be able to be cold. I love being cold. Argue with me, I don't care. You cannot convince me that summer is better than fall or even winter. I love cold months, okay? Um, I'm so excited for fall. It always puts me in a better mood. Um, I like to layer clothes. I like to wear oversized light clothes. A lot of people ask me my style. I like to wear oversized clothes. I like to wear black. I wear black, okay? Ask me what I wear black. It's always a good idea. It's always a good idea, especially if you live in New York City. It's easier to pull off maybe. Um, I think it's slimming. I think it's flattering, and it looks more expensive than it probably is. Um, and I always like to accessorize with, you know, designer things. Um, what else? Uh, I can't wait for my perfume. All of my perfumes are pretty much, I would say, leaning towards more fall weather, cold weather, because I like the heavy amber perfumes. I really like a lot of rose with a lot of, like, amber and burgess. I love all that, you know? Um, God, I'm just, I, I, I can't wait for the leaves to fall. I don't know what it does for me. It just does something. And what another thing I'm waiting for is the trees, the leaves to fall off the trees in my back and the behind my brownstone because uh, I need the light. All my all my content is so dark right now because I have no natural light and I need it to make beautiful stuff. To make my beautiful content, I need the I need those fucking leaves to fall. Um, what else? Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to like. You know, I'm, I think I'm about to start the Sopranos tonight. I'm going to, like, I, I've been distressed and anxious lately. I need to watch a series. Thinking about watching Sopranos, maybe I'll watch American Horror Story. I like watching American Horror Stories because they have the best set designers, especially the kitchens. And each season, there's an amazing kitchen in each season that I'm just like, oh, I love that. Last season, the uh, double feature, I loved that house, the one with... Uh, where were they? Maine or something? Maryland? Whatever. Beautiful. Um, yeah. I also like watching Nancy Myers films. I like watching single white female as well because I really want my apartment to look like that apartment. I don't think that's necessarily fall. It could be fall in that time. If you haven't seen Unfaithful, it's so underrated with what? Diane Keaton? Is it Diane? No. Is it Diane Keaton? Richard Gere. Okay. Um, she cheats on her husband and with this hot Spanish guy, um, or he's French. Maybe he's, fuck, he's hot. <laughs> and he's in this like loft in Soho 
uh, it's gorgeous. Such a good movie. If you haven't seen Unfaithful, <laughs> watch it. It's like a, like, um, it'll make you mad if you don't like cheaters, though. You know what I mean? Um, what else? I don't know. I'm kind of getting tired of doing my podcast, but I feel good that I've done it. <laughs> um, I think I'll do another podcast when I have more to talk about. Right now, I'm just trying to, like, I'm... I'm having a rough time right now, so if you see me being sad or something, just understand she's going through it. Um, I'm trying not to lose myself right now, I would say. But anyway, uh, hope you enjoyed my podcast. Bye!